At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. This is the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. Stormy Tony with you alongside Will Hill, who's in for our guy, Michael Lombardi, who he's getting some time off, but he's also like still working, which always got to give our props to Lombardi for that. The, the calendar never ends for him. But Will Hill, host of the Should Have Bet More podcast. You can also catch him on the Bear Bets podcast with Chris Felica. And Will, the NBA parlay luck did not carry over for me last night. I'm a little bit emotional two days in a row just didn't happen but you cashed uh, your Miami ticket and I know you leaned Baylor as well so you you did well last night at least in college hoops right should a bit more yeah I uh, I <laughs> actually took every dollar I had and I had so much faith in you I put it on that parlay you oh, gave stop. so I'm gonna need to pick up another job some extra hours here whatever it's gonna take uh you, you, I mean typical you sent me the loser you come away with this 23 to 1 on Sunday I never get that text and then you you stick me with a loser last night what cost you I saw what was it the Pacers and it was one other game. I loved the Grizzlies money line yesterday against the Nets. And how did that work out for me? I mean, those words, I mean, you said it. I love the Grizzlies. Why, why would anyone love the Grizzlies? So I I look, it's, it's, I love it's the, the dog you, days you, of the NBA. You texted me, though, last night. Are the Nets back? No, they're not back. They're still an eight and a half point dog against the Magic tonight for a reason. But what just a brutal. I like it. And that's a bet that I swear I felt so confident. And you knew four minutes in that it wasn't going to be my day. Brutal. Yeah, it's funny betting the NBA. Sometimes, like, there's two ways to do it. Just check the score at the end or when there's a few minutes left in the fourth quarter or just uh, – or, or sweat it the whole way. It, it feels like if you sweat it the whole way and you're up by 10, you have that anxiety of, all right, this lead isn't any good. But if you fall down by 10, you have that feeling of doom. At least this is how I am where, oh, man, I'm down by 10. This game isn't going my way. So it's tough. You get some crazy swings in the NBA. But we get a day closer to the tournament. Lighter card last night. We get some games tonight. Uh, there's a, a few games on the card I like tonight. There's an NBA future I like. Almost six and a half, seven to one, something like that. Uh, but last night, Miami, that was just a lot of points. They were Within the number the whole game, it was interesting. It was shaping up to be a bad beat for Miami because that was close the whole way. And then you look like three minutes left. Carolina's up 13. Uh-oh. Things could get wonky here at the end. Maybe fouls. Who knows? But Miami goes on a crazy run and almost steals the game, almost yeah. wins it. So be careful laying these inflated prices this late in the season. Uh, I think these books, especially standalone games, uh, these public teams, these favorites, uh, the books kind of know which way you want to bet. And sometimes these lines are just a little too high. So was that it for you last night? It was just the parlay. Yeah. Um, and I ended up like splitting off some of those as well. Like I took the heat plus the points as a standalone and I did not expect them to ultimately win that game outright without Jimmy Butler, without Tyler Hero or Tyler Rozier. So um, credit to Miami. And I, I know we had Nick Whalen on 
on the program yesterday who said when we were asking him about the Eastern Conference, he said that the Heat were a team that was intriguing to him. They certainly looked good yesterday against Sacramento, 121-110, the final there, despite getting seven, seven and a half points in that spot. And it, I also tailed Waylon on his Jalen Brunson assist prop because he said, for whatever reason, Brunson's always getting that number set at around seven and a half, sometimes even six and a half, and he's just programmed to go over. He had 12 yesterday. Uh, and that game ended up having a super controversial ending because the Pistons were a huge underdog. They were getting 11 or so points in the game, nearly put themselves in a position to have the upset outright in regulation and a, a really, really bad no foul there late in the final possession is the the Pistons were trying to get back and, and get on their side of the court. And even the official after the game said that it was the wrong call. So that's an unfortunate ending for Detroit that had the Knicks on upset watch. Yep, it was certainly a bad call, at least good for the ref for admitting it was the wrong call. I, I didn't see that part of it. Doesn't help Detroit, uh, but yeah. No, it doesn't help. Not that they want any help or any. I mean, they're just, they are a rudderless ship. We talked about it yesterday. They might not even have the worst record. The Wizards are charging hard <laughs> towards the bottom. The Wizards are going to give them their money's worth in terms of getting the worst record. I, I think there's a chance that Detroit, as bad as they've been, this historic losing streak, uh, they might not even finish with the worst record. It's just a, a disaster because it actually had some high picks. They gave the coach a billion dollars <laughs> to coach that team for whatever reason. I mean, Cunningham, people liked Ivy. He got a bunch of lottery picks. It's not like... Uh, they've been picking in, in in the middle of the lottery. They've had some decent picks. They didn't get great luck with the lottery when uh, sometimes they had the worst record. They end up with the fifth pick uh, a time or two. But, yeah, it is not going well for Detroit. And you got to keep an eye on the Knicks now because the Knicks need to get healthy. I know Randall is a polarizing player for a lot of Knicks fans. People, uh, Some people are hot and cold on him. Some people are down on him. But they need his 24 mm-hmm. and 10. And without Ananobi, without Randall, uh, they're just they need to get healthy. They're just a beat up team right now. And they're getting a few points tonight at home against the Pelicans. I don't know. Is that anticipation that they might rest some of these guys, Brunson and maybe a couple other guys and say, hey, it's a back to back. We're all beat up. We can't afford any more injuries. So we're going to rest some guys. That might be the case. So Pelicans laying a short number here in the in the uh, garden. Nick's on a back to back. So I don't know if you have any more NBA parlays you're going to bless us with. <laughs> Um, has anything caught your eye here? No parlays for me tonight. I do have a little action in Rockets Thunder, and I know at the end of the show today, we'll officially go through each and every one of our official picks for the day, but I, I did lay the double digits. I laid the 10 with OKC in this spot. They just beat this team in Houston, 123 to 110. SGA had 36 in that game. He's had five straight 30-plus point games now. Um, they have the best cover home record in the NBA right now. Rockets are not a good road cover team. Um, they've lost seven of their last nine games. Just a lot of things I feel like working against Houston in this spot, and OKC has a way of being able to win at margin. So I, I definitely like them. And then there's a couple other things I'm I'm thinking about, but nothing I've fired on just yet. Are, are we thinking about doing anything with this Celtics 76ers line tonight? I just feel like you can put anything up against Philly and I want to fade them. You might have the right idea. I'm just, I'm not in the habit of laying double digits in the NBA too much. It's just, we see it all the time. We saw it last night with Kings. He, oh, this guy's out. That guy's out. That guy's out all on the same team. And what do they do? They win by uh, a comfortable margin on the road as, as underdogs. Sometimes I think what happens when these stars are out, the other team takes their foot off the gas and just relaxes. All right, we got an easy win here. We can, we can sort of coast. And then they get buried. These guys that are backups go into a starter role and the guys that never play get, get moved up to a backup role and they're hungry. They, they want the minutes, they want the money. And they come out and they they pull, uh, you know, upsets. We saw well Davis and LeBron a few weeks ago in Boston. Both are going to be out. All right, Boston, I think it was favored. They closed my 15-point favorites, Boston did. And Boston was never in the game. So you see that a lot. You see a lot of strange things in the NBA. So uh, I just think betting NBA sides in general this time of year, it's very, very careful. Be very careful. It's very dangerous. Read guys like JVT who are on top of yeah. – not just the injuries, but uh, some of the trends, because it's uh, it's certainly the dog days. We're past the all-star break. Not that long until the playoffs. It's sort of the NBA goes in and out of the clouds. And once the tournament starts, once once we get March Madness here in a few weeks, people, I think, forget about the NBA a little bit. And then once that tournament ends, you look up and you only got a week or so until the playoffs. So NBA kind of comes in and out of the clouds, um, you know, d- during the season. At some points, it's, it's in the spotlight and at, at others, it just it, it's off the radar a little bit. I do have a spring training play. I did play under eight and a half Yankees Rays, so that one is starting now. I don't know if they if they have uh, if it's still on the board, but if people want to sweat that out with me, it's a uh, a little day action, a decent pitching rotation for both teams. My buddy MLB Dream on Twitter, who's been a regular guest on Vs, and he's always on with Hoops Peterson during the baseball season. He gave this one out 
Uh, so I'm tailing him here. Decent pitchers for both sides. So got to have a little a little daytime spring training action. Can't just sit here sober and not have any action. Leave it to you, Will. What a guy. Uh, and we will talk a little Major League Baseball later on, analyzing some futures. I know you have some season win total unders that you want to give out. Um, we'll have a couple guests on the program today as well. Zach Cohen, he actually did an article on vcin.com earlier today or, or maybe late last night when it was posted on the AL Cy Young market. So talk to him about that as well as college hoops. We'll have Von Dalzell, NBC sports betting analyst, join us in hour two, as well as Josh Edwards who's an NFL draft writer for CBS Sports, get some of his perspective on what might, um, what we might expect, rather, uh, with Combine Week ahead and the draft coming up in April. But let's go back to college hoops here for a second, Will. Uh, you So you also leaned Baylor last night, I know. Did you end up firing on the two and a half? Because they obviously beat TCU upset. I know both teams had some scoring droughts, but TCU, whoa, going into the break and coming out of halftime were really rough. Just a small bet. I didn't feel great. I just I have a hard time pulling the trigger in a big way with these road teams. But that was a good number for uh, for Baylor. Obviously, a good spot for them. A decent matchup. A TCU team that maybe's gotten a little overrated. So it's it, it's hard pulling the road pull, pulling the trigger on some road teams. I did take. Uh, one tonight, and there's another road team I'm looking at. Actually, like a couple of road teams, but they're getting points. In, in two of them, they're getting a lot of points. Another one is a shorter number. Uh, so decent Tuesday card here. Again, they don't really spread out the card that well for us. Saturday, you always have a million games. Then Sunday is quiet. Monday's quiet. Fridays are quiet. Then they jam-pack it into Tuesday and Wednesday. But we're uh, we're getting close. What, uh, 18 days until the selection, 19 days, something like that. A few weeks from now, we will have the brackets in hand. The madness will be beginning. Will be beginning. So an exciting time of the year. Conference tournaments like a week away. Again, everything's a little pushed back this year. St. Patrick's Day for the selection show. Usually that's uh, a week or so early. So everything is a little pushed back, but it is an exciting time of the year. I think we may have buried the lead, too, because we are going to have uh, a segment or two here where NFL division odds are not up yet anywhere. So I went ahead. I took the uh, I took the initiative. And I made them myself, and you're going to bet against me. You're going to find anything where I made a mistake. So you and I are going to go head-to-head here, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited about that exercise, especially because you know how much our guy Michael Lombardi loves to come on the program and say that Will has 800 jobs. He's the GM of all of these teams. Well, now he's also an odds maker. So I, I can't wait to get into some of those numbers and and see if maybe there's some value on the board or if I can take you for something. Are, are, are you going to put limits on me? Do, do we know that? How much am I allowed to find? on some of these i'll track your behavior here's the thing with this exercise i am the king i'm the czar so if i like your bet i'll take it if i don't mm. like it so much maybe i'll give you the spin cycle maybe i'll limit you maybe i'll just reject the bet and move the number uh, i could do whatever i want here so you're you're in for some trouble wow uh, well by the way because you mentioned the spin cycle is there anything worse than that oh, feeling cool. as you're trying to fire on a live bet during a game oh, and I you just it. get the little thing and then it's oh nope the number has changed oh nope the number has changed like are we for real are we are we serious right now and sometimes they move it from like 115 to 117 to 130 just take the bet who cares yes. about the number i just want the bet it, it, it does get annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really grinds my gears. Um, but that'll be fun. We have plenty of NFL news that we're going to get to after this break as well. Separating the insignificant from the impactful in news or noise, specifically looking at some NFL headlines. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started here on the Lombardi line. This is Visa the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you haven't read Steve Mackinnon's latest article up on vsin.com yet, now's the time. Steve reveals the top college basketball betting trends for the final two weeks of the Power Six Conference's regular season. He also details which teams over the last five years have had the most and least success late in the year from a straight up and cover perspective. He's got home and road trends, revenge spots, and more live now on the new and improved vsin.com website, Iowa, with an interesting system match tonight that we'll share a little bit later. Is it news? Corleone is a man who insists on hearing bad news immediately. Or just noise. Are you going to act like this is news? Just noise. Let's separate the impactful from the insignificant with one simple question. News or noise? Since you are going to be the game master a little bit later with these NFL division things, you know I had to subject you to one here early on the program as well. Time for news or noise. I'm going to throw a couple headlines at you, and I want you to let me know if it's newsworthy or if it's just noise and we can throw it away. It doesn't matter. I have a feeling this first one is pretty newsworthy, though. ESPN's Adam Schefter has reported it's unlikely franchise tags are coming for running backs this offseason, meaning guys like Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler will all be free to shop themselves to the highest bidder. News or noise? Yeah, you're right. This is news. Those are all guys that you think could still help a team. Uh, Jacobs, it wasn't that long ago where he led the league in rushing. Barkley's obviously still a good weapon. I mean, once you get a little bit older with these running backs, you get up there in age, they lose uh, a little something. But I think these are all guys that can still help a team. So I will go news here. Yeah, I just wonder what the perceived value on the market is going to be because all these guys have high expectations for their contracts, but that's a different story. yeah, that, that's a little bit of a different story. Uh, Sean McDermott in a rare sit down interview with the athletic this week was quoted saying, it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when, as it pertains to winning a Super Bowl. McDermott compared the talk about him and the faction of fans who wanted to move on from him as a head coach to his mentor and now AFC obstacle, Andy Reed, who endured a similar criticism when they were at the Eagles together. News or noise, McDermott says it's not if, but when his team raises a Lombardi trophy. It's noise. I mean, we listened to Russell Wilson yesterday talk a good game about, hey, I want to win not one, but two more Super Bowls. These guys all say what people want to hear, but I don't know. I'm not necessarily buying in. They've had their chances uh, to win, and it feels like that 13-second game against Kansas City a couple years ago still lingers. It still haunts them. Uh, they've lost two home playoff games since then. I mean, at Cincinnati, uh, home against Cincinnati two years ago, and then home against the Chiefs this year. It's rough when you lose a home playoff game. When you lose on the road, you at least, hey, next year we'll come back, a better seat, better record. You get the game at home. Uh, but you lose at home, you got nowhere to go. So to me, this is cold. Well, in fairness to Sean McDermott, this is a little different than what Russ had to say yesterday, right? Like, come on. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it's not as outlandish. That was... Uh, 
that, no, not, not as outlandish. I, I actually love that this information came out in back-to-back days because it's a very, very different thing, and the Bills are still very much so in the window. I just wonder, you had the opportunity this past year with the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Yes. You have a fourth-quarter lead, and you're not able to finish the job. They've won four straight AFC East titles. They've gone to the playoff five straight years, but have not been able to get past the Chiefs or the Bengals in the postseason. This year, I feel like, is going to be critical for Sean McDermott and this Buffalo Bills yeah. team. But Russell Wilson said, I would like to win two more Super Bowls. So nothing about that was factually like incorrect. I would like to. It's outlandish, but okay, he's not guaranteeing anything. McDermott's basically saying, oh, it's going to happen. I mean, he, he, how do you know? It's it's a single elimination. You're in a, a conference with Mahomes and Burrow and uh, Herbert and all these great quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. Like, you, you don't know. I mean, I guess technically it's true. A hundred years from now, maybe at some point they'll win it, but it doesn't mean it's going to be with him. So I don't know. I, I, just, don't really like I just think about the 17 straight years of doing nothing before McDermott showed up that like the fans should yeah. be a little bit more on his side than they is, are. Is it McDermott or is it Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's fair, fair question. And we, we know that Josh Allen, you would put him on any roster and be extremely grateful that he was your quarterback, especially sure. given the landscape that we have right now. But he's had his fair share of issues, especially when it comes to the turnover problem. Um, let's go to Chicago, where Bears wide receiver DJ Moore said, quote, I still don't think they compare talking about the quarterback prospects in the draft right now to Justin Fields. So wide receiver one in Chicago, steadfast in his belief that Justin Fields is their best option. News or noise? I am going to go noise. Um, I'm not caught up on everything, but last I saw, DJ Moore was not promoted to general manager. He's still just a receiver, so this is noise. Uh, if you saw some of the comments today, I, I meant to, to uh, screenshot it and pin it. I'll find it during the break. It, it's pretty, uh, the comments were pretty admin. I think it was by the Bears GM that, hey, we're going to do right by Justin Fields. We're going to get him in a good situation. If we trade him, we're going to let him know. Uh, we're not worried. Caleb Williams doesn't want to play in Chicago. It, it's all the signals are there that they're going to trade fields and they're going to draft Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams still a $9 favorite to be the top overall pick in this year's draft in Chicago, sitting in that spot. In 49ers country, looks like we might be making a little bit of progress on Steve Wilkes' replacement, a defensive coordinator. Apparently, Kyle Shanahan told Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area that they should finish it all up by this week. In terms of getting a hire, they completed interviews with both Chargers former head coach Brandon Staley and an internal candidate in 49ers defensive pass game specialist Nick Sorensen. And I think either one of these are somebody that has familiarity with Kyle Shanahan, something Steve Wilkes did not. And that was problematic for a fit in San Francisco. News or noise that the 49ers have interviewed Staley and Sorensen for the role? I'll go news just because they're still one of the two or three best teams, if not the best team in the league. I think they got the shortest odds to win the Super Bowl. So I'll say news. This would be interesting from a Lombardi line standpoint because he loved uh, Lombardi loves Kyle Shanahan and he can't stand Staley. So that'll be an interesting <laughs> dynamic if Staley's the defensive coordinator. I'll be fascinated to see that. When I brought this rumor up to him initially before the interview process had began, um, he was just like, show me where, show me where Brandon Staley has proven anything that he's a good defensive coach. It's, it's not there. It's not there. I, I, I love how fired up Michael gets about Staley. You should have told him I watched the film and it's there. You should have gone back. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I said, um, I thought he did a decent job with the Rams. What was it that COVID year again? I, I'm not here. I don't know the film. I'm a better, I'm a fan. I don't, I don't know, but he was highly regarded. Not only his, his year with the Rams, but he was such a hot commodity. He was like. Yeah. Short shot coach of the year, his first year with the Chargers, it just went, it unraveled. And I really think he got away from doing it his way. He was going for it on fourth down. He was so aggressive. And then he got criticized when it didn't work. And he kind of shriveled up and got away from that. So I don't know. I, I guess he's fine. I really I just hope whoever ends up getting hired actually is a fit because I don't want to go through what all the talent that this 49ers defense has and yeah. have it not work out, especially late in the season when those moments Do you are have most a preference important. for who it is. Uh, Staley is not my favorite human being um, from a coaching standpoint, but maybe, you know, sometimes guys are just better as coordinators than they are as head coaches. So maybe that'll be a better spot. I don't know. What, what is it? You don't like the fourth down stuff? I just don't like the, I mean, yeah, I, I think that the back and forth on it is an issue for me and not yeah. being, and just like saying the, the not taking ownership and accountability for when his defense has sucked with the chargers. Like that's another issue that I've had watching him is that he said, there's nothing wrong with the defense. I'm going to keep calling plays. I have belief yeah, in what no, we do. And then it doesn't. I think that was, was that the green Bay game where he was very almost defiant after the yeah. game. Yeah. I, again, everyone handles losing differently. It's, it's hard to handle losing well. 
Um, but but I, I agree with you. I don't think it's a bad point. What about this next one? So last year, we know the league implemented the one-year test of the fair catch rule that allowed returners to fair catch any kick beyond their 25-yard line and begin possession at the 25. It did not go over well. Traditionalists hated it. Only 22% of kickoffs were returned last season. So the NFL is looking at ways to improve that part of the game and also make it safer. News or noise? The league competition committee is discussing the XFL kickoff that essentially puts 20 players five yards apart deep in the receiving team end no players are allowed to move until the ball is fielded news or noise uh i'm gonna go noise i just think it's too gimmicky and i don't think they'll actually do it not that that it's a bad idea i haven't really thought about you know the positives or the negatives it just seems too extreme it seems too gimmicky where this is going to get voted and approved at least right away i think they'll need to see more from the uh the ufl maybe and and then decide in a year or two by the way can we get the ufl started i mean (laughs) the whole idea of the ufl the whole appeal was there's no football. There's a void between the Super Bowl and March Madness. And you got like a month there where you can kind of mark your territory and everyone wants to watch it. When is, when is it starting? What are we doing? So let me tell you this. I personally, as someone who is a sideline reporter for the league, am grateful that I got a little bit of time off because last year it's the week after Super Bowl and it's game one. Let's go. So I needed a little breather. I didn't mind it. But it's just because of the merger with the USFL and XFL coming together. They needed a little extra time to figure out contracts and all that June? stuff. End of March. Last weekend of March okay. is when we're getting June. Come on, man. I mean, I Some of these know. players are trying to be in training camps for NFL teams. That's the purpose of it. So they got to get done. You're going against baseball. You're going against NBA playoffs. I just, they started it too late. Yeah. I don't think that that'll be the plan for years moving forward. This is just kind of a one-off situation because they merged spring football leagues. And to go back to the news or noise point of taking the XFL kickoff, no shot that this is going to get approved. Uh, 24 of the 32 NFL teams have to approve this. And even the UFL didn't approve that model for right. this season when they did the merger. So what they're actually going to do um, is a more traditional style kickoff. The ball's going to start at the 20 yard line to be kicked instead of the NFL's 35, meaning they need to go 80 yards to reach the end zone for a touchback. And they're not doing the 25 yard touchback fair catch rule that the NFL had this year. They're just trying to encourage more kick returns. This past Super Bowl was the first Super Bowl in NFL history. We didn't have a single one, uh, a single ball returned. So just trying to find different things that they can work out. I just don't think the XFL way from last year is a way of the future. We're going to hit the break. Plenty more Lombardi line to come. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Put the VSEN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSEN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSEN Pro annual subscription today and get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price of $240. Just use our promo code Lombardi. Get VSEN Pro access to everything we do for an entire year, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSEN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Plus, our upcoming March Madness betting guide with best bets for every game and round of the tournament. Remember, you got to use that promo code Lombardi. That'll get you your first year of VSIN Pro access for only $199. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi out getting some time away. Will Hill, kind enough to step in with us, host of the Shoulda Bet More podcast, and now putting some of his odds-making skills to the test. Will, what do we have in store here? All right, so division odds are not up. I'm guessing it's because there's enough major quarterbacks that they don't want to hang a number on teams like the Falcons, the Vikings, where we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. So my guess is that's why. So I took the initiative. I made them up. I have an idea, I guess, of where they're going to be. Some of them were very difficult. Some of them were more straightforward. I think I'm in the ballpark. So we'll just go division by division, team by team. And you can bet against me. You can tell me where I'm wrong. And uh, I'm willing to take your action. So we'll start with, what are we doing? We're doing NFC first, right? AFC. 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 We'll start in the AFC East. Okay. The Bills are the short shot, plus 150. Repeating is the champion, the favorite last year. I think you have to make them the favorite. Dolphins not far behind, plus 180. Led wire to wire, except for the final week of the season last year. Jets, plus 275. And then the Patriots have already been mathematically eliminated. They are 12 <laughs> to 1. You can put whatever number you want on them. 
What do you like here? AFC East bills of the short shop. Okay. So I'm going to continue just to cross out the Patriots on the bottom. Uh, you bold move, I'm, bold move. I know. I'm just, I think we need to throw that out there first and foremost. I wish Gerard Mayo all the best. I hope offensively they figure things out a little bit yeah, without yeah, Van yeah. Pelt. Uh, that's just, that's not going to be the bet. You couldn't make the odds long enough at this point for me. Buffalo, uh, I agree, rightful favorite. And I think that would be my pick in this standpoint for them to run it back. I mean, for the Dolphins, if they didn't win the division this year, what should make me believe that they're going to be able to do it next year moving forward, right? And then the Jets, I imagine that would be a trendy pick at this price. You probably want to give a little bit more, but I understand the liability you probably have at your book coming in on Aaron Rodgers being back healthy this year. Um, They're going to need to do some serious upgrades to that offensive line. I don't have a ton of faith that GM, owner, head coach Aaron Rodgers is going to give New York football fans what they are hoping to get out there. What are your thoughts? If odds makers make sense, I don't see you reaching too. for that wallet. I don't see you reaching for that wallet trying to bet me on anything. Uh, no, I'll bet. I'll bet Buffalo. I would. Be, I'll bet right. Buffalo to to repeat. How much do you want? What do you want? Ten dimes? How much? You, how much do you want? In Buffalo? <laughs> I'll take a nickel. I'll do a nickel. All right. This is a, I get why you like these games. This is very I feel very powerful as you know, throwing out the questions. This is a lot of I feel very stressed chair. being on the other side of it. Like I'm it. not See, sure I, I like now, it. Now you know how it feels. Now you know what I go through. Uh, I would take the Jets. <laughs> I'll just uh, we can copy and paste my my uh, analysis from last year when Rodgers got hurt four plays in the season. I just think they're gonna have a good defense. They're gonna have a quarterback. This idea that maybe they could trade for Devontae Adams. They're gonna have a top 10 pick. I just I think that could be a 10 or 11 win team. I don't love the coach. There's obviously ways it can go wrong with the quarterback being 40, but I'm still a believer in Rodgers, the defense, Garrett Wilson. If you put Adams and, and again, top 10 pick, could you get Bowers at 10? Boy, that'd be a hell of a team. Um, I'll, just, I'll go Jets. I think well, there's some value. Don't you just feel players. like there's so much dysfunction within that organization, though? Possible. That's like it's brutal to me. I do like the idea of Devontae Adams, though. Uh, and he is 40 to one, by the way, in the offensive player of the year market right right now, which yeah. if there's anything about the Jets that would make me want to buy in on them is if they got Devontae Adams, but I'm not, sh- I'm not so sure that'll happen. I would like it to so happen. You, so you're going chalk bills. Plus I'm going chalk. Right. Yes. AFC West chiefs minus minus one fifty. chargers two to one Broncos eight to one Raiders nine to one. You could have flipped the Broncos and the Raiders. Wasn't sure what to do with those teams. I might've made the chiefs a little light here. What do you like here? So, I mean, I'm picking the Chiefs to win this division until another AFC West team gives me a reason not to pick the Chiefs, right? Uh, They've won the division eight straight years. Patrick Mahomes does not know a world in which they have not won the AFC West. Uh, At minus 150, do I want to hold my money up for an entire season making this bet on February 27th? I don't know. Um, So I would either bet the Chiefs or no bet in this division. The Chargers at two to one. I think I should be getting a better number for a five-win team last season and a roster that's aging and expensive and a lot of questions coming into this year and a new head coach and all of those things. So I would like a little bit more value if I was going to do a play on the Chargers, but I understand why you had to put it there because people are going to buy in on the Jim Harbaugh experience. No belief in the Broncos or Raiders, so no no long shots for me in this division. Yeah, I texted these to a couple of people. I texted these to Bear and, uh, and John Goulet, our great program director, and they both said Chiefs are a little short. But remember, last year the Chiefs were, I think, minus 120, and two years ago the Chiefs were plus money. So I don't know, for whatever reason, I remember two years ago the, Chief, the, the Broncos had optimism because they just got Russell Wilson. Raiders just made the playoffs. The Chargers were viewed a little differently. So I don't know. I, I put this, in, I think, in the ballpark of where it'll be again. Yeah, you're tying up your money for I, a long time. but I could see I that know. being like minus 160, minus 175 for Kansas City. Yeah. But but th- so to your point, there's perceived value at a minus 150 price. But do I sure. want to lay juice on a bet that I'm going to have to hold up for an entire calendar year? I don't know. I kept your wallet at bay there. So I did a good job with that <laughs> one. Uh, AFC South. This is an interesting one. I made Texas and Jags both plus 120. The Jags were big favorites going into last year. Uh, they were big favorites middle of the year. They collapse. The Texans. Is it a one hit wonder? Or are they just the team on the rise? They're going to be a trendy pick. Colts. I made three to one. Who knows with Richard if Richardson can stay healthy, then the Titans are way back at eight to one. What do you like your AFC South? Will I despise this division? I despise everything about it. And so I, I am actually proud of myself because I liked the Texans last year. And maybe that was just my 49ers fandom being projected onto D'Amico Ryans that I really believed in him. Uh, meanwhile, I don't have that same feeling for Robert Sala. Riddle me that. Who knows? But um, if I had to make a pick in the division, 
I would go with the Houston Texans. I'm a believer yeah. in CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's defensive identity that he's going to try to grow and develop within that team. Um, especially when Tank Dell comes back healthy, whenever he becomes available again, I, I like a lot of things with the Houston Texans Jags. I, I just don't know if they're the most trustworthy. The Colts, Elliot, don't hate me, but I, I'm not sure that I'm a believer in the Anthony Richardson experience just yet. And the Titans, I definitely am not a believer in Will Levis, and they have a lot to figure out on that offensive line. They did get a really good hire um, with with Callahan's dad being brought over from the Cleveland Browns from that standpoint. But I, I just don't know. This division, I don't care for. Yeah, I wouldn't make any bets here either. Hypothetically, well, you would bet the Texans or you would actually bet them at plus 120. I just feel like a plus 120. Okay, I could see him winning, but I'm not rushing to bet him. Correct. Plus 120. It's just not for my yeah, bet. it's like force my hand. You made me take a bet in this division. Yes. I would take it on Houston, but this would be a no bet play for me. AFC North. This one wasn't that easy. I made the Ravens the short shot just because they were the one seed last year. Um, I made the Ravens plus 130. I made the Bengals plus 150. They get Burrow back. The defense didn't look good last year, but you can't put too big of a number on them. Browns plus 300. Again, this is about where they were last year. Uh, they, they certainly have the talent. And then the Steelers plus 800 could have made that a little longer. What do you like here? AFC North. So this is probably, correct me if I'm wrong, the toughest division top to bottom in the NFL right now, right? Like with all of the perceived talent and ability, I the potential for winning games. I think this division is really, really hard. The Ravens and Bengals do feel like the safer options here. I don't mind either one of those prices, but I love eight to one on the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC oh, North. I love it. That. I love I'll it. I'll get the wallet out. I'll book it. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. You can give, I'll take, I'll take another Nick. <laughs> Who's their quarterback. So that's, that's a conversation for another day. We're going to figure that issue. We're yeah, going to figure issue. that out later. It's a quarterback. It's not going to be Kenny Pickett. So as long as it's not Kenny Pickett, I think that whatever free agent or trade they make to bring a quarterback in there, it's going to be fine. Um, we all know Mike Tomlin's track record. Their offense is chock full of weapons. They just need a facilitator to get the ball out properly. I think Matt Canada was a big part of the problem as to why this offense did not succeed in addition to the quarterback position. So hopefully Arthur Smith can be that upgrade they need from that standpoint as well. Like as long as you get serviceable quarterback play that is able to give you, I don't know, maybe just more than one game with two touchdown passes for your entire career. I think that would be a benefit to this offense. If you can get that in a quarterback, I'll be happy. I just think they're clearly the fourth best team and yeah, they can get to nine. Maybe wins they and are, bring but eight Russell to Wilson. one. Come on. Okay. This is why, this is why they build those tall buildings in Vegas. You get sucker <laughs> bets like stormy coming in betting her Steelers eight to one. Okay. Listen, I'm not betting my, uh, my whole financial savings account on this thing, but I, I, I like it, especially at that number. Maybe the real odds will give me double digits and then I'll go fire away. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think I was off on anything? Do you think you'll get double digits with the Steelers? Um, I, I would like it. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that there's more optimism. Yeah. I think there's more optimism about the Steelers team than you have out outwardly. I just don't think the upside is there. Okay, they can get to nine wins and Russell Wilson maybe get to 10, but like either Baltimore, Cincy, or Cleveland, one of them is probably going to yeah, get to 11 or 12. I just don't know if the Steelers can get to that neighborhood. But the Steelers ain't no slouches. They had trash quarterback yeah. play this year and still made the playoffs. Like, I think that it's very, sure. very within... Within the wheel. I mean, if you got their guys healthy, Najee Harris, Warren, uh, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, like they have a lot of talent on offense. And we know that defensively they're capable as long as TJ Watt's healthy. So there's some interesting factors here. We're going to take a quick time out here. When we come back, Zach Cohen is going to join us, get into the NBA slate for tonight, as well as an MLB futures play. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. An 11-game slate in the NBA today, if you want to use that promotion again, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. Let's talk a little hoops. Will Hill, Stormy Tony with you, welcoming in Zach Cohn, VEASAN.com, senior editor, NBA writer, puts up a, a daily NBA article on VEASAN.com. You can follow him. I was going to say on X, at betting on X, but I feel like that's just a lot of X talk. What's going on, Zach? How are yeah. you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Um, and before we get to tonight's slate, last night on the surface didn't look like it was going to be a very interesting slate for kind of ho-hum games. And then we had upsets and the Pistons almost getting a win over the Knicks had it not been for that crazy foul call at the end of the game. A lot going on yesterday. What was your takeaway? I was watching that Pistons-Knicks game because I had a Jalen Duren player prop and I ended up just keeping it on because the Pistons were playing well. That was a sad ending. I mean, the Pistons really got robbed in that one. I'm actually going back to them tonight in their game against the Bulls, plus 11, but I am a little bit worried about how they're going to respond emotionally. I mean, to have a game taken away from you, never easy, but I did think that they are getting a little too many points, and I think that they're actually playing much better basketball than people think, and the record overall is disastrous, but you know they're one of the most profitable ATS teams since the start of 2024. Uh, I think it's a team that plays, you know, hard on both ends of the floor. I know Monty Williams has gotten a lot of slack this season because things haven't been all that pretty, but I do think that they play pretty hard. And I don't know. I just don't really think the Bulls are capable of blowing teams out with the way that they play offense. Zach, how about the Hawks and the Jazz here? We see these teams all the time. They lose their superstar and the market reacts. Sometimes they overreact. Trey Young gets hurt the other night out at least a month. Uh, what are you looking for in this game? I like the Hawks money line. I'm actually higher on Trey Young than most people are, but I do think that the pairing between him and DeJounte Murray has not worked out. I think both of those guys really need to be playing as lead guards, and I think taking the ball out of one of their hands is not doing a good service to either of them. So I think that this is a team that is going to be better, you know, with Murray as the lead guard, Trey Young out, or vice versa. But it's, you know, it's Young out right now. That means that the Hawks have a bigger starting lineup, one that plays defense a little bit better. And Utah is just struggling right now. They were two and eight, both straight up and against the spread before beating the Spurs last game. I think that they, you know, moved some pieces at the trade deadline in Simone Fontecchio and Kelly Olenek, two guys that are really underrated passers and kind of make that offense hum in a way as connectors. So I do think it's a Utah team that will struggle the rest of the season. I think they're going to be trying to make up for that lack of playmaking. I really don't think they're going to find it. Meanwhile, I think the Jazz have been probably the worst team defensively in the NBA over the last 10 or so games, and the Hawks never are hurting for offense. Yeah, and Jazz dropping five of their last six games, the lone win in that time, their most recent against San Antonio, which isn't exactly a a, a yeah. team that you get really excited about logging a win against. Um, from a props perspective, I know you're always locked and loaded on vcin.com with your favorite props of the day. Do you have one that you really love tonight? 
I really like Alper and Sengun over nine and a half rebounds in the uh, Rockets Thunder game, which happens to be a TNT game. So if you're looking to watch that game and want a little something on it, I think he's going to have over nine and a half. He actually just played the Thunder last game. He had 12 rebounds. He's had 12 rebounds in back-to-back games. And the Thunder overall, for as good as they are, they struggle to keep uh, opposing big men off the offensive glass. Last game, Sengun had five offensive rebounds against Oklahoma City. So if he does some damage on that end of the floor, I could see him pretty easily going over that number. Zach, the Nuggets right now at DraftKings are plus 475 to win the title. Are are we overthinking this? Is the obvious bet the best bet here? Is this something we should just bet, put it on our account and kind of forget about it? Similar to like the Chiefs just betting them uh, in the NFL. Is this a number that you think has value? I don't think so, because I actually think that there's a number of teams that can come out of the West. It's not that I'm down on the Nuggets. I think they're, you know, every bit as good as they were last year. I just think that the Western Conference has gotten a lot better. I think that the Clippers, you know, if if you told me that they were going to be healthy at the end of the year, I'd be telling you that they're going to be the NBA champions. So that's probably my pick to win it all. But I do think that there's value all over the board because I think there's just a lot of uncertainty. I think in the Western Conference, you know, there are four or five teams that can come out of there. I do think I just mentioned the Thunder, you know, 20 to one. That's a really good value to me just because I think it's a team that can at least get to the Western Conference finals. And then you're looking at a really good number to start hedging once you're there. Well, real quickly, just to go back to the Thunder, um, you mentioned them on the futures board, but tonight a 10-point favorite in that game where you like the prop the prop on Sangoon. I laid the double digits today, and I just need a little bit of confidence here because I know laying double digits in the NBA is not fun, but thoughts on the matchup as a whole? Yeah, I hate laying double digits, but at the same time, like we just saw them beat the Rockets by 13 in Houston. Uh, the Rockets are a much worse team on the road than they are at home, so I don't mind you playing that at all. That makes me feel last, better. That's all I ask. Uh, sorry, I was going to say last quarter of the season, Zach. Any awards you think are mispriced? Any awards you think are jumping in at this point? I think that Bogdan Bogdanovich to win sixth man of the year is still a good value. He's available at about 18 to one right now. I just think that there's a, still a chance that the Hawks end up making the playoffs, whether it's through the play-in or not. Uh, it's a team that I do think can end up being in the postseason. And I think that Bogdanovich has, you know, better stats than most of the guys that are looking at that sixth man of the year award right now. It's Malik Monk at the top of the list right now, but Bogdanovich not too far behind him. The advanced metrics say that Bogdanovich is having a better season than all of them. So I think that there's some value there and, and then, I don't know, like that rookie of the year price is a little off to me. Like, I know Wembenyama has been amazing, but I've been touting Chet all season. I think February has been uh, Chet's best month of the entire year. So, you know, Wembenyama is doing some great things, but I think that Holmgren's also doing the same. And I just kind of think that if you were looking at the end of the year, the Thunder, you know, the first seed in the Western Conference and Holmgren has the better advanced stats and similar counting stats to Wembenyama, I would personally say that I'd be voting Holmgren. And I would hope that there are voters out there that would do the same. What about in the MVP market? Uh, Nikola Jokic, an odds-on favorite at this point, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander, plus 250, uh, certainly has entered the chat when it comes to where some of his points numbers are. Uh, tops in the NFL, uh, in the NBA in total points, 30-point games, steals. Um, Luka Doncic and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, both still at, at reasonable prices with you know still a third of the season to go. Is there any chance that anybody other than Jokic can still win this award? I think it should be Gilgis Alexander. I mean, he's better. He's has the better of Jokic in both estimated plus minus and estimated wins. Those have been the kind of stats that, you know, Jokic has led the league in over the last three seasons. So I do think that we're kind of, you know, looking at this from an unfair lens. I think that Jokic and Embiid enter the season with a leg up on the competition and the other guys have to do way too much to get themselves there. But Gilgis Alexander, you know, is doing unprecedented things at the guard position for a team that people did not expect to be a contender in the Western Conference this year. We thought it would be better for the Thunder this year. But, you know, the fact that we're talking about them as a title contender at all, and, you know, he's averaging 30 points per game and doing it on a nightly basis with, I think, less help than anybody else on this list. I think that he should win the award. I'm a little surprised at the odds of the way they do. Zach, you mentioned the West being competitive, being deep. I don't know if we can say the same for the East right now. If you had to take the Celtics or the field to come out of the East, where would you go? I think it'll be the Celtics. I think where I'm a little bit nervous about the Celtics is that they still take too many threes. Last year, that was kind of the thing to doom them in the postseason. It's been something that they've struggled with in the past. They don't take enough shots at the rim. So I do think it's possible that if they play a feisty team like the Knicks or something in the second round, if the Knicks are healthy, like it wouldn't shock me if they go out. But I do think that they are head and shoulders above the rest of the Eastern Conference. But I do think Milwaukee has played a little bit better since the All-Star break. They're coming on and they still have some time to come kind of gel and get lowered and out to Kubo together.
Celtics, a plus 115 Eastern Conference favorite. Bucks, plus 280. Knicks, plus 850. And the Miami Heat's in there at 9-1. to one. The Bucks are a 14-point favorite tonight, hosting the Charlotte Hornets. And I know there's a prop you like in that game as well, yeah? Yeah, I have Trey Mann over 11.5 points in that game. He's averaging 11.7 points per game since being traded to the Hornets. And I did say the Bucks have been better lately. Uh, they've been much better defensively. But it's not a team that I trust night in, night out. And I do think that when you're playing a weaker opponent like Charlotte, there's a chance that you don't really bring it on that end of the floor. And, you know, if the Bucks are weakest somewhere defensively, it's at the point of attack where Damian Lillard and Malik Beasley are not very good defenders. So I do think Mann is going to create a lot of separation for himself. He's a really, really good isolation player you can hit the three I like him to go over 11 and a half points I also sprinkled him to have 15 plus at about plus 200 odds I think there's a good chance he scores that Zach in college basketball we talk a lot about honing in on maybe some smaller level conferences to find an advantage in props do you find that that's something you do in the NBA like no shade to Trey Mann and Alper and Sengun but it's not Jason Tatum and Shea Gilgis Alexander either is there value on some of those players that maybe aren't as big as stars Definitely. And if you're getting guys in the right situation, there's some real value to be had. Like we're talking after the trade deadline, man was a guy that was not playing for the Oklahoma city thunder. Now he's a starting guard for the Hornets, a team that needs somebody to kind of lead them offensively and just play a big role in terms of usage rate. So I think that his numbers haven't quite caught up to the amount of, you know, touches he's getting and the, the, the role he has in the offense. Zach, you're awesome. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Thanks. At Zach Cohen, Thanks, Zach. follow him on social media at betting on X. See, that's better than saying follow him on X at betting on X. I just find that challenging. I don't know why. But uh, Zach Cohen, great stuff. Always read his daily articles covering the NBA on vcin.com. Gives you best bets on the side, total or props, depending on the day. We're going to hit the break here. Resetting for hour two when we return. It was a busy day in the NBA and college hoops yesterday. And we still have our guy, Will Hill, making some division odds in the NFL. So, so much more to come here on vcin, the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play.